Super Talk Mississippi media production. So joining us now, former Golden Eagle punter, now the host of the Eagle Hour on Super Talk. Uh, what, what is it, Super Talk Laurel? Super Talk Laurel, Super Talk Hattiesburg, Super Talk Southwest. There's a few more in there as well. You're just all over the place. Luke Johnson. Good to talk to you, man. Good to talk to you, man. There's a, a football game going on this week. You and I have um, significant, what do we call it, culinary interest in Where's this game? The wager? I, I, first off, I'm just surprised you're allowed to wager. You are a man of the cloth. You are. You're not allowed. How, how did you get? How, did you find a a back door or something on this on this bet? It, what it is, it's a friendly gesture that ah. um, I have. I, if your team wins, I will buy you a meal. And if my team wins, you will buy me a meal. We'll I mean, enjoy fellowship. A, I believe that's the term. There we go. We'll right. we'll, we'll hang out. And uh, rather than the breaking of the bread, it will be the uh, crunching of uh, the French fries and the sipping of the milkshakes. Yes. Well, uh, hopefully. That's, that's, that's my edge of the bet. So. This is a game that if you we talked about it in August, I would have said, yeah, I think State's going to be coming in here on, on a bit of a winning streak and playing some good football. And I think Southern Miss will be right in the mix of the Sun Belt uh, competition. And boy, I was way off on that. Neither one of these teams have played a, a, a season that to be, to be remembered. Uh, obviously, Mississippi State now with an interim head coach. But I will say this for Southern Mississippi. They have some momentum right now. They're playing good football. And it kind of started with a coaching change as well. Is that what you attribute this recent good streak of football to Southern Miss to, the, the changes that Will Hall made on his staff? Yeah, I mean, he, he basically, you know, unseated himself as the play caller, put Jordy Joseph, Sam Gregg there. But, I mean, if you look at throughout the season, this team has been been close. I think what's been frustrating to people is you said, you know, in year three, you should be able to win these close games. And, I mean, here, here's the truth of it. In the Sun Belt, it is James Madison by himself. Troy is right underneath that. And then everybody else is kind of, whether you get Jekyll or Hyde or the best team or the average version of that team uh, on Saturday. And, unfortunately, you know, in about four conference games, Southern Miss made a few bad plays at, at the wrong time. And, you know, you, you look back at like a couple weeks ago, at, you know, with Old Dominion, you're inside the 10-yard line three times and you, you don't score. And that's one thing they've been able to do the last several weeks uh, since the App State game is when they get in situations to score, they've been able to cash in. And, and I think it's it's been better on Will. He's been able to actually, you know, be a, foot, uh, a head football coach rather than just an offensive coordinator. Where do you rank Frank Gore among the all-time Golden Eagles? Frank Gore Jr., I should say. A lot of people don't realize, you know, off the field, it was in 2020 where he just kind of stood up as a true freshman and made an announcement in the locker room and just said, hey, guys, I'm not going anywhere. And, you know, they didn't do very well in 21, but at least there were people that stayed behind. And, of course, what he did the bowl game last year allowed him to have that. You know, what he did off the field is very important. What he's done on the field, third all time, um, he's definitely – right up there with, with uh, Damian Fletcher and Edo Smith are the, the only two guys that are ahead of him. And I think people will go down and in and, and, and this portal NIL um, landscape, especially when your last name's Gore, people will remember him for the loyalty that he showed Southern Miss. Quarterback play coming into this season was, was the number one concern. And, and you know, you, you, were, you, you look at USM and you thought, gosh, if they can just get some quarterback play, this is a team that could really take off. And and they've had you know real quarterbacks playing as opposed to the super back this this past year, but it just hasn't been consistent throughout the year. Do you feel like now towards the end of the season you're finally getting some consistent play at the quarterback position? 
Well, it took them, you know, a while to kind of figure out who they wanted to play at the offensive line because the guys that they had up front, it just that that mix wasn't working very well. And Billy Wiles was throwing off his his back foot and uh, you know unable to, to to do a lot. And you know when they decided to play Ethan Crawford, uh, all of this too, the offensive output, you know, they three ninety last week, four forty four the week, four five eighty eight against App. Uh, Ethan Crawford was included in that game plan, and so in some ways defenses can't just pin their ears back, you know, and come after Wiles because of Crawford in the game plan and because of what they shown offensively attacking deep and attacking the sides of the field. When you, when Wiles was in there, I mean, if, if you, if Frank Gore wasn't getting anything up the middle, I mean, they were just, they were just going to come back and, and blitz the fire out of, out of Wiles and really didn't give him a chance. And so, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, it, it has been uh, the supplement of Crawford and we can talk more about that. Who knows what they're going to do this week? Cause, cause he's out of games to play. But I think it's taken a little pressure off Billy Wiles. And uh, he's been he, – very last week before he had a little hand injury, he was extremely effective in the first half against Louisiana. I think one of the, the, the cliches that gets thrown around when Mississippi State plays Southern Mississippi is, well, it's their Super Bowl, right? Ole Miss fans like to say it about the Egg Bowl, and, and it's, it's not true there. In a season, though, for, for, for Southern Miss where the, the, the conference championship is not a, a real thing, is this the Super Bowl for Southern Miss? Do they, do they come in to start with, with that real chip on their shoulder of, you know, this is the other school in Mississippi? At least they play us, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, that's a story for another day. That's a, that's a whole different podcast there. But how, what's the mental state of the Southern Miss team coming to Starkville Saturday? I mean, and I'll just comment on that quickly. I mean, Southern Miss fans greatly respect the Mississippi State Athletic Department for playing us now. This is, what, the fourth time in the last 10 years? Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's like it what it was. And I think a lot of people respect it, Starkville administration, you know, for that, the Mississippi State Athletic Department for that. At the same time, I wouldn't call it a Super Bowl. I'd call it, I'd call it a bowl game, absolutely. And with Southern Miss, I mean, you know, you're looking at – you get to play Mississippi State, and then you get to turn around and play the second-best team in the conference. I mean, man, it's like – it, it's like two really, really, really good bowl game opportunities and bowl game fields um, for Southern Miss. So, yeah, Will said yesterday uh, on the Eagle Hour um, that th- that's almost how they're approaching it. He didn't use that exact terminology, but, you know, he said they're going to put everything, you know, um, into this game for the, for the simple reason. It matters, and I think Southern Miss fans uh, see that as well. Uh, a, a win um, in Starkville for the Golden Eagles, um, would completely flip on its head everything they feel about this season. But this game has important, you know, recruiting aspects and and uh, as well as not just, you know, with, with Mississippi State, but, I mean, now the, all the regional, you know, schools that, that Southern Miss has to compete with. So, yeah, surely. I mean, this is, this is a huge bowl game approach uh, for Southern Miss. Bowl game, not in the sense you're just happy to be there, but like Jeff Bauer said, we just didn't go to bowl games to get gifts like we went to win. I'm just trying, you know, Welcome to fabulous Stark Vegas, I guess, right? Yeah, it's, it's a destination for for Southern Mississippi this weekend. Um, when I when I think about this game, you know, I made the comment back in the in the summer when we were we did a segment on Sports Talk where we ranked the teams on the schedule and how difficult they were. I, I said this was State's third easiest game of the year. Um, obviously, right now, I'll be honest with you, my confidence level is not that high. I, I State has not played good football over the past few weeks. Uh, they've only scored 26 offensive points in the last four games, which is just futility at, at its best. And Southern Miss comes in with some some real momentum. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying this just because you're on the on the show with me here, Luke. There's a real chance Southern Miss gets out with a, with a win this weekend, isn't there? 
Well, I mean, I, I think any objective football fan would say, you know, the Jimmys and the Joes, uh, there's a reason why, uh, you know, there's, there's a power five team and a power five roster. And objectively speaking, you know, those are guys that get recruited at, at, a, at a higher level. At the same time, Southern Miss has a lot of guys that, that you know, came from SEC schools. But I do think that Southern Miss has, has confidence. And as a former player, that's really all you need, man. Like, all you need is the dudes. And it's not cliche. It's, it's like actual fact. Like, and you played high school football. You know it, dude. When, when, when nobody else believes in you and you believe in yourself and you look around, a bunch of dudes believe in you, um, I think that's one aspect of it. The other part is the interim change at Mississippi State could either continue the downslide or – uh, the interim head coach and his staff, they can light a fire that this team hasn't had, you know, uh, in the middle part of the season. So from a Southern Miss perspective, you know, I, I, I sent this to somebody yesterday. I said, this is the most to-the-top thing ever. Like, you know, the fact that, that State uh, has a change in leadership, you know, that there, it could, could cause them to play their best football at the end of the season when we would have an opportunity maybe to slip up and get that. But uh, I, I think there's just – the longest short of it is, man, there is just so many, like, unknowns in this game. On the Southern Miss side – I do think they will be uh, extremely motivated, and uh, and and this could be uh, as far as preparation. You got to go out there and perform it. But I mean, some of their best preparation, you know, of, of the year going into this game, at least from an effort perspective. Only got about a minute left, Luke. On the podcast every Friday, we do an X factor, a guy who's not necessarily going to be the offensive or defensive player of the game, but somebody you could see making a big play that changes the course of this game. Who would that be for Southern Miss? Well, it, I'll just hit at it because we didn't get the chance to talk about it. It's going to be whether or not Ethan, Ethan Crawford plays in the game. He, he, he uh, played his last game, uh, was his fourth game against Louisiana. He drove them down at the end of the game and tied the ball game and, and led them in the in the overtime. It's just going to be whether or not Will Hall is going to burn Ethan Crawford's red shirt or not, um, and, and that's what we're facing. Um, so I think that Crawford, he could start uh, if even if he doesn't start he will be uh, used a lot in the offensive game plan and uh, at least uh, in a decoy, but with his arms and his legs. And if he plays, he will be the X factor if Southern Miss uh, were, were, were to pull it out. We'll see what happens on Saturday. Great to have this in-state rivalry back up and running here in Starkville and in Hattiesburg. Uh, I think two years from now, 2025, State makes the trip back down to the Rock uh, for, for a rematch. Luke Johnson from the Eagle Hour, Super Talk Mississippi, man. Thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.